Hey, 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 beautiful people. How are you today? It is me, the one and only, your goddess, your divine sister friend, your everything you could think of. It is me, Brakita Goodwin, the CEO and founder of Queen Up the Movement. And I am so glad to bring you another episode of Conversations with Queens. I know you guys missed us, and if you checked out last week's episode, I know you guys learned so much about mompreneurship, entrepreneurship, all things badass mamas. Now today, we're going to go ahead and continue that same energy. We're going to carry that same entrepreneur energy, and this time we're titling it The Journey of a Socialpreneur. What the fuck is that, Brie? I know that's what you're saying right now, but I had to bring in one of the greatest. You hear me? This is like heavyweights. This is like this is like the best boxer ever. I had to come and reach for the greatest of greatest to be able to come on to our podcast today and just explain to you a whole nother type of preneurship that you may not have heard of. So I would like to introduce to some and announce to others the one and only Sumakula. How are you today, Goddess? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? You're doing good today? Yay, it is such an honor to have you on the podcast because um, for those that don't know, um, since I have been on this journey of entrepreneurship, spirit really positions you and puts people in the right place at the right time in your life. So it's so it's such an honor that she showed up to just be who she is so that I can be who I'm meant to be at the same time. So it's so great to have you in this space and place. Um, I know I know you. I know what you do and I know all the Mm -hmm. amazing things that you're doing in the city. But if you could just take a few seconds to introduce yourself. Okay. Who are you? Who is I? Who is oh, that's I? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Tasha Simakula. A lot of people, aka Butterfly, that's okay. what a lot of people, I'm, they know me by that particular name or brand, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm over something called the Butterfly Group. Okay. And it actually became a group like about two years ago. Uh, at first, I was okay with. I'll just having all these different entities, but I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to group all of this now. Okay. And I, I'm a, before I even go into that, I had somebody like, since we all in the spirit, prophesied to me uh-huh. about my future. Okay. And um, they were, I was telling them, it's interesting because I was telling them that I saw them as what they call a gazelle. A gazelle is a certain type of. It's a mogul. It's somebody that's a certain type of entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And a gazelle is somebody that has multiple businesses. Okay. And I was told by this person that I was a gazelle. At the time, I was just, I said, look, I just have one business. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, go on about your business, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, leave but that over there. That I didn't, gazellism was not nowhere near where I thought I was. Yeah. But as I look at all the different entities that are up underneath Butterfly, I see gazelle. Okay. And uh, and I'll just share what that is. We have, up underneath the butterfly group, we have, first of all, butterfly communications. Okay. Which is the, is the oldest of the, of the group, agency of the group, which is a for-profit entity that helps people start nonprofits and small businesses. 
period, which is why we have hooked up. Yes. That's why our paths have grown. And then it, it overflows mm-hmm. into a lot of different arenas. Oh, Lord Jesus. So you are birthing businesses and oh, business owners. I would have to say I haven't been in the birthing room a many a time. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, so that, that's butterfly communication. That's butterfly communication. Okay. That's been in existence since 2003. Oh, wow. Wow. And it wasn't started here. It was started in the Twin Cities. Okay. And then we have Butterfly Center. Okay. The, I was, you know, up underneath the Butterfly Communications, I was helping people establish their nonprofits as well. But I didn't have my own and wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. However, as we talk about spirit, the spirit talked to me. <laughs> and spirit said, You have to start a nonprofit. I was like, Why? Yeah. And then I, I was told I had to start a nonprofit that helped women. I was like, why, why? Because I'm a chick and I know how I am and I don't want to work with other chicks. Which is a whole message by itself. Oh, Jesus. I know how we are because I know how I am. Mm -hmm. However, I listened to that inner voice and uh, six years ago established the Butterfly Center. The focus of the uh, the Butterfly Center is to empower women and their families. One of the initiatives of the Butterfly Center is to help women start their own agencies, whether it be a for-profit or non-profit agency. We've also gotten a school established up underneath of there. We have a major arts uh, campaign called She Reads, developing the He Reads. Um, we have a major partnership program where we do fiscal sponsorship underneath Butterfly Center. We actually have acquired a space on the third floor of Highly United Methodist Church, collaborated with them. A beautiful space. It, called the House of Butterflies. Yes, yes. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm glad I listened um, because that has, to me, that has expanded my mission, which was to be a community builder, and, it, and the, the the journey continues. So that's the Butterfly Center. Okay. So that's two. Uh-huh. But up underneath the Butterfly Center, there's two uh, community components and initiatives that have flourished, which is part of the group, which is the Butterfly School, uh, which is breathing a life of its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we meet two days a week as a homeschool co-op. It started in 2016. Okay. Um, and it has grown. We actually got a new student last this week. So okay. I'm just like, wow, we're growing as a school. And we, 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 we see ourselves as a mobile exploratory school. We're not always in the classroom. And um, our approach to education is so amazing because we use the community as a classroom. Okay. We're not tied to books and text, and not even to digital media. You okay. know, even though it's, we do have all resources to help our young people, but our young people are out in the community. And I just want to say this, as uh, the majority of our students right now are students of color, but we welcome all students. Yeah. But what I like is that we allow students the opportunity to know that they can go wherever they want. Mm-hmm. And this city is theirs. Their ancestors helped build the city. So then their feet should be wherever they, their feet should be. They shouldn't be relegated to one section of town. Right. But the whole town, it's like the world is there. So we try to. It's ours. Yes. Yeah. And, and then they can learn from what is out there. Right. Yes. So when you say you're in the community, because I know, because I watch your IG and Instagram. <laughs> so you guys are actually taking them to like the Speed Art Museum. And mm-hmm. you're actually taking them to um, art places. Like, what are some of the things you guys are, what are y'all doing for October or November? Oh, well, I'll, I'll, can I share this? Yes. Now, uh, before I go into that, the, the last thing was the Butterfly Arts. Okay. So I just want to make sure I covered all the yes. It was arts workshops for youth and adults, but we won't talk about that right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that's the group. That's the group. That's um, a lot under one group. Oh, it is. It so is. is that socialpreneurship? That's socialpreneurship. Okay. Uh, because you have all these different entities 
uh, combined. The Butterfly Communications helps to basically provide some funding and resources for the, all those other entities. Okay. Yes. Okay. And they, they feed into each other. Okay. As they feed into each other. But as far as going back to your question about what our focus has been for the Butterfly School lately, I'll just talk about a project that we are proud of. Uh, the, in the, for the month of October, our focus was advocacy. Every month we have a focus of what our students are going to focus on as far as their um, academics and as far as how they're going to get projects done. Okay. And so advocacy was what we wanted to focus on for October. So we did community advocacy campaigns. So we found ourselves writing letters to our city councilors. Okay. And we, we, had, we were invited to the Louisville City Hall to read the letters to uh, local councilwoman Keisha Dorsey. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she was so pleased and was listening to the letters and, and uh, heard one of them and said, ooh, we need to invite one of the students to come back if they would like to because she, uh, one of our students expressed interest in the fact that she didn't want the swimming pool shut down. Okay. And so our, one of our students will be speaking to city council wow. tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, in support of not shutting down the swimming pool that's in her neighborhood that is losing a lot of resources right now. Okay. And so that's just one, of, to me, that's just an example of how we utilize community to help teach our young people. And that kind of is the essence of our school. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To get it out of the whole... I always tell my children, I stop asking them what do they want to be when they grow up and started asking them how do they want to change the world. There you go. Come on, man. Because mm-hmm. that is not a job description. That is not, I want to be a doctor, a teacher, a lawyer. That yes. brings it into how, what is it that you physically want to do? What can you create that helps change the world? And when we talk about socialpreneurship, if you had to create your own definition, of a okay. socialpreneur, mm-hmm. what would that actually be? That would be somebody who paid attention to the needs of the community while building the economic base. Mm. That's a socialpreneur. And the best way I can explain that is out through a, a short story. Yes. I'm always telling stories. I like it. There is a, um, there is a, a gentleman who has a Subway restaurant in the West, part mm-hmm. of Louisville. Okay. And I heard this from a, a friend of mine. And they're upset because they have a business, and it's, they put it in the west side of town, but they're frustrated because when the people come in there, they want free sandwiches, or sometimes they come in there, they don't have any money, or they come in there, and they're looking for a job. <laughs> and they're like, what's going on? You need, I want you to come in here, buy my sandwich, leave, right. so I can make money. Right. But the, the problem is, is that if you put that sandwich shop in another part of town, he might get the, uh, a result that he wanted. Mm-hmm. But he's not paying. He's he just thinking about his needs. Mm-hmm. Business is about thinking, a socialpreneur thinks about the community's needs. Mm-hmm. So if you put a sandwich shop in the West or certain parts of town that have a lot of needs, you might also want to put an internship program in your, in your business to where the people inside the community can come and intern and learn business skills and work within your sandwich shop. Right. And, and then eventually... Need. And you can be able hire to, some of them. Right. But not even that. Yes. You can teach them business skills to be able to then yes. go and purchase their own franchise. Mm-hmm. Like you can... So it's almost like the socialpreneur business is in it for their end game. Yes. Where socialpreneurs understand that it has to be a running over effect. Yes. It has to be in it for the whole community. You have yeah. to be in it for the whole community. Yeah. And because if you don't, it's not going to help you. Right. Because... 
your business will do well if if if, if it word of mouth will start flowing around that you have an internship program. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are going to support a business that's supporting the community. Right. You partner yes. by bringing high schoolers in yes. to give them their first jobs. So you have to think bigger than. You, in order to meet your business need, you have to meet the need of the community. I think businesses need to start thinking of themselves as community members. Oh, which know. makes you a part of it. Exactly. It's like the you're you're like the school. You're like the grocery store. You're like you 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 have that much value. Yeah. For um, you you're meeting the needs of the community. Right. Versus just coming in to take uh-huh. from the community because mm-hmm. there's a thousand and one people who want to take. Yes. From people. And, and so, so that's that's my that's my little mini story mm-hmm. because um, we I think when a, when a business has what I call a community component, it's actually going to, to my opinion, do better because it has a ministry inside of it. Mm-hmm. It understands the needs of the people that it that it wants to develop, and also maybe you can you're trying to make a living as well. But that's not the key. I mean, that's not the overall agenda because to me, I think the overall focus of an entrepreneur is to be a servant. Yeah. So I, I feel like, um, you know, when people get away from that, then there's a break. As to me, it's a, a breakdown of the community, and then there's this imbalance between the have and the have not. Right. Yeah. And then those who, and then there, it builds a resentment mm-hmm. in a case because now you have this subway owner who is now resenting the the business yes. he brought in because yes. they make, we need a sandwich shop. I live in the West now. Mm-hmm. I currently relocated to the West. Mm-hmm. And I do door dashing, right? Okay. So I created this whole door dashing chronicles when I door dash at night. But what I can tell you is when I door dash in the West, mm-hmm. there's only two options after a certain time of night. Mm-hmm. Rallies and McDonald's is it. That's not healthy. No. Rallies. Sorry, rallies <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. That shouldn't be the only option mm-hmm. for people, and it is. So if I if I DoorDash in the West at ten o'clock after, that's the only place I'm going. It's to the point where I can pull up to the rallies window, and the people are like, "You're back." Yeah, because somebody else wanted rallies. Wow. That's the only thing that we're giving. And so my brain says, "Why don't we have more options?" within a certain portion of the town like what can you do to create those things and even with me door dashing i was going to do a post to say listen here yeah. i will be your neighborhood west end door dasher there you go. but y'all better tip i like that that's a little rough because everywhere i go it's like here i made it but it's n-, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. where i can go to certain parts of town and it could be that same rallies, and they're at least putting a $3 tip onto something. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I feel like we need more options, especially late night hours, mm-hmm. because there's not a whole lot after a certain time. And I live there. Mm-hmm. So if I want something, I got to leave the West to go get it or get it on my way before I come home. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So you birth businesses, and, of course, your model stems from you. I believe that every... Every entrepreneur, it starts with them. Before yes. I can coach anybody else, I got to first be coached. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, yes. <laughs> so me and you talk on a regular basis about my new journey yes. into socialpreneurship, entrepreneurship. And if I titled this show anything, it would be, it's like a jungle sometimes. I think I wonder. <laughs> It makes me wonder how I keep from going under because uh, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, for real, for real, I was sitting in the ki- in the living room today 
and I kept hearing that song play in my head. Mm-hmm. And each time I got to, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It reminds me that I have not gone under. I'm treading water, but I have not gone under. And earlier today, you were giving the analogy of the airplane. I love coming and sitting down and talking to you because you always give me a different perspective. Um, One of the things I struggled with was leaving a nine to five, coming into entrepreneurship and socialpreneurship, still trying to carry a nine to five mentality. Yes. And you know, I know we talked about planes, but I'm going to say something to you. We're going to go to water. Yeah. because are you talking about not going up underneath the water? Yeah. I actually have a, a class that I teach with the, the program that's at with the Butterfly Center, with the our Chrysalis program. Yes. Helps, Which uh, I want you to tell them about before we end uh, this. Oh, okay. In this <laughs> and it's called How to Walk on Water. Oh. What it takes to be a community entrepreneur. And when I first came back to Louisville from being in New York, that was one of the first workshops I did up underneath a series called The Community Entrepreneurs. And uh, let's see here. You're good. On my brain. Okay. Yep. And so, um, to me, entrepreneurship is that journey on the water. And I, and I coming from a, from a there's a there's story in the Bible where Jesus decides he's gonna get out and walk on the water. Right. And only one disciple decides that they're gonna follow him. Right. Now he was like, "Come on, follow me." Yeah. You know. So the disciple decides to follow him. And he's doing, he's treading good. But when he takes his eye off of him, that's when he starts to sink. Mm. And to me, the lesson is this. You can do that. You can walk on that water. Yeah. You can run that business. But you got to keep your eye, you got to keep your faith focused. Yeah. You got to keep your eye on the spirit so that the spirit can keep you above water. Right. And... I, I know that my journey as a business person, as an entrepreneur, has been water walking, because that's what I call it. Yeah. Um, because it's not this, this true science where you know exactly how things are going to work out from one month to the next. Or, you know, entrepreneurship is truly a journey of faith and it's truly a journey of water walking. But it can be accomplished mm-hmm. as long as you keep your eye on the spirit. Right. On your, and it's really Mm -hmm. because I don't want to lose anybody when we say spirit, right? Because we, you know me, divine spirit, whatever. (laughs) But your why. Yes. I think it's so important to know why you are even wanting to do this. If you lose sight of your why, if you lose sight of your guidance, if you lose sight of any of that, you're going to drown. There was something that you were saying with the, oh, this week because I was talking to my mother and I sent her a text one morning because I got all this shit going on and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like left and right arrows are flying Mm -hmm. and I text my mom and I'm like, I understand that faith is moving. You know, faith is believing in what you cannot see, Mm -hmm. but mom, what about when you're tired of not seeing, what do you do? Because that was the place I was in. So I want to bring that same question to you, what do you do as an entrepreneur when you are tired of not seeing your way through this thing? Like, well, you know what? I was just, you know, I have a Bible study on Wednesdays. Yeah. And um, I'm glad you asked that question because I just read, I was just going through my reading. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Okay. No, you're fine. This is real life. Let me turn, this, let me turn my phone on. <laughs> She's busy, y'all. She's busy. <laughs> um, 
I was reading it because this is the thing about entrepreneurs where that that mindset is. It's called I call it the madness factor. Okay. Um, and what I mean by that is in the Bible, you know, Jesus was he he died. He they crucified him on the cross. Right. You know. Now, of course, if we die, that's it. We're not coming back. Right. You know. And so I feel like. You actually almost have to feel like you're going through the crucifixion. I, I'm not trying to scare nobody. No, this okay. is real. Like, this is my okay. life right now. <laughs> but the, the the beauty of it is, is that he came, he rose again. And that's the thing. Just when you thought that he was gone and can nobody survive the grave, mm-hmm. he did. Yeah. And we don't want to go to the grave. He didn't want to go. He cried. He, he had blood coming out of his eyes mm-hmm. the day before. <laughs> He didn't want to go to the grave either. Right. But the the thing is, you can see yourself marching all the way to the grave. You can see them coming. You can die. Yeah. Somebody done pierced you. They done put you in the ground. But guess what? You gonna rise. Like my Angela. And that to me is the true test. Because when you rise, and I've I've, I've had it happen to me many times. So. Right. That's when you know that you, you it's like you, you can feel the fire. You know, you can't, a diamond is made through all this fire. And you, you, you can't make a diamond by somebody throwing water on you. Mm-hmm. You, you got to go. It's like, it's like a torch. You're like, shh. Like, ah, ah. Yeah. But guess what? When, when you finish, when the torch is done and the fire is done, you're like this diamond. You know, so I think when you say you get tired of seeing, you get tired. Good. Not that seen. means you're getting closer. To where you're supposed to, to where be. where you're supposed to be. Now, it don't feel good. No, ma'am. It, it feels like, so. that's when you really is close to the supernatural, to the to that mindset that you need to have to go beyond and to make things happen. Yeah. That you will ever be. That's where you need to be. Mm. That's that's the issue. And a lot of times people don't get to that point because it's, it's just, uncomfortable. It just freaks them out. It's uncomfortable. Yes. And... I look at everything. What Spirit gave me this morning, I go to the park Mm -hmm. and I watch the water. And that is what, that's when I can hear clear. And what Spirit gave me was to pay attention to every season that is actually physically Mm -hmm. happening around you. This is fall. This is a season of shedding. So the other day I had posted, like, Bree, this is just your shedding season. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to shed everything that does not serve you or everything you cannot take to this Mm -hmm. next place. You're used to maneuvering one way. This is a new season. You can't can't wear summer clothes in the fall. You know, you're not Mm -hmm. prepared for it. So it's it's the Mm -hmm. preparedness that is happening. So for me, it's so important to find those things that keep me balanced. So I have yes. to go sit by water. Why? Water reminds me to be still yes. and to flow. Water does not have a direction. It goes wherever it goes. And it's not asking, well, I don't want to go over here and I don't want to go over there. So that's what I'm learning in this season is anything that has to go, it's going to go. But it's still being okay with the fact that will I be okay if this goes? You know what I'm saying? It's My friend called it... You have to entrepreneur with entrepreneurship. You have to be okay with the uncertainties of life. Yes. As a matter of fact, you have they have to be your best friend. That's actually you know when you got it when they become your cues. Mm. You know, like I, 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 to me, that's when I know I'm getting ready to hit it because everything doesn't look like it's supposed to. If everything looks like it's supposed to, then that's not where you supposed. Especially when you when you try to go to another level. Yeah. You got to reach up. You you you're coming out of 
what you're used to and going into another realm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And but you got to get and going into another realm feels different. It's like a sci-fi stuff. Yeah. You you've been in this one realm all this time, mm-hmm. but you got to go to another realm. Right. And so you got to understand that your 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 body in another realm is not the body in this realm. Yes. 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 It's it's different. You know, I was I was as a minister talked about how we trying to get a fish. Mm-hmm. But the fish is, is trying to stay in its realm, and you're trying to get the fish to come in there, your realm. Right. And you got to fight. You got to tug it's with the struggle. fish. It's a struggle. It's like a struggle. Yeah. And so, you um, don't feel good. Mm-mm. Just like the fish can't survive in our, it's going to choke, and we can't survive in the water. Or we'll drown. Exactly. Right. But we need that fish to come out because we need to eat. Right. And so, I, so, so my my thing is that. Well, we try to go to other levels because there's different levels of where we are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Things are not going to feel the same. The people are going to look different. The conversation is going to be different. Right. The air is going to feel different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to live in that. Right. But you're, you're going to have to adapt to it and know that in order for you to be at this other level, <laughs> yeah. this is, you know, you, there's things that's going to be different in your surroundings. Right. And really what entrepreneurship has taught me, social entrepreneurship has taught me, is how mentally strong. Yeah, your mind. I am. Like, mentally strong. I remember the other day, it was, I was sitting there and I was like, and this is 2019, and I was like, this is too much. Like, I I can't take this. I just don't want to be here. And I haven't contemplated the thought of not wanting to be here Mm -hmm. since I was 15 years old. Mm -hmm. So all of this was hitting me. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. I can't do this. But nevertheless, I won't allow me to give up on me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care how much I have to hustle my ass off. Mm -hmm. I am going to obtain everything that I was meant to have. It's just, this is that sculpting period that does not feel good. Like, even to come here to do the podcast, no, I don't want to. I want to sit at home. (laughs) And I want to sit here because this shit doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. It does not feel good where I'm at, but at the same time, I am watching spirit provide Mm -hmm. every single need that has been met. And the divine is doing this so well it's showing me it, it does not need me. Mm-hmm. Where there's been periods in my life where I felt like I had to do all this extra to make it happen. Come Everything on, I've yeah. tried to do extra has been cut down. Well, you know, um, I know we, this is titled Journey of Socialpreneur. And there's a, there's a lot of logistics, you know, we could talk about. But I think the main thing to focus on before you even go into any business is mindset. Yeah. You got to get your mind right. Right. If you're not ready to deal with the challenges that you are definitely going to face, not that you think you're going to face, mm-hmm. you're going to face them. Yeah. Or I always say, get used to failure. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and wear it like I wear my Converse. Make it look cute. <laughs> I like it. You know what I'm saying? Get used because to failure. Because it's the best teacher. Yeah. Um, but, and it's not even failure because uh, entrepreneurs, you can try and fall. Uh, but the ones that are really about business, they take that fall and they mold it into something so that they can be successful. The fall helps them, actually. Yeah, it's the lesson. Yes. So the, the, so the main focus before you go into any business venture, before you go into any community development program or develop a nonprofit or a for-profit, is your mind. Right. Get your mind. Work on your mind. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, you ain't nothing to play with mm-hmm. out here in this 
when you're trying to get something going and you, you want to make something happen, uh, you gotta you gotta find out where's your mind at. Where's right. that place where your mind is? Because you gotta have that mindset. Right. Like. I'm so the way that I think I can't talk to other people sometimes. I was gonna say that <laughs> seriously. Like I I, 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 actually hang around a lot of other entrepreneurs. Right. I don't hang around a lot of people that are not. Nine not that fibers. I don't like them. No, you. Um, but just we're always talking about business and projects and. Yeah. I have a different Deadlines. conversation. Yeah. I don't talk to people about jobs. You know, I don't talk to people about. Um, uh, vacation time or, mm-hmm. you know, those things that when people are employees, I'm not saying that that's a bad conversation, no. but I don't talk about that. I no. talk about traveling and getting this project done and putting put budgets together. Yeah. I, my conversation is different. And yes. I feel like when you hang out with other entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. it makes me feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed yes. to be doing mm-hmm. versus... Hanging out with people who are nine to five. Again, we're not knocking that at no. all because mm-hmm. everybody has their own journey. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a different movement. Yes, you know what is. I'm saying? There's a whole different movement than it is where my mom, I bless her, she told me, do not blast me on social media. <laughs> but she sent me a message the other day and she was like, um, maybe you should tone down how much you cuss. Because employers are checking your social medias and they may not hire you because of how you cuss. Mm -hmm. I had all this stuff I wanted to text out. All I did was I texted her back and I said, I understand what you're saying. But in my world, if you are not going to hire me because I use a cuss word, then it is not for me. Mm -hmm. If I got to change me in any capacity for you to even want to deal with me, then it's not for me. Where there was a point in my life to where I would have molded me, shifted me, shaped me any type of way for someone to be able to approve of me. Mm -hmm. Now this is what you get. This is what you get. Like it's, it's who I am and that's where I'm comfortable in. And so this was only birthed out of the whole entrepreneurship because everybody's response is get a job. How many times have I come to you and I said, I need to get a job? And you say to me, You are a job. You are <laughs> a job. And you so I'll come in panicky. Agency. Right. <laughs> I'm a whole walking business. Walking but agency. when you're looking or when you, like you said, have people around you who are not in the dimension or the realm you're in, That's right. you look foreign. You look Come lazy. You look like, well, why don't you just go and get a job? Mm-hmm. And my path is not your path. Mm-hmm. And you know that a job is not the... My thing is that a job is not the only way to bring money to yourself. Right. And when you told me that, that blew my mind. Yes. Because I mean, we're only used to getting our income and our provision from this one place. Mm-hmm. But what about when this one place says they no longer need you? Then what? What if it's not adequate? Right. What if it's, it's causing you mental problems? I think that, or it's it's not fitting into how your life should be. Maybe you, it's taken away from the time for you from your family, mm-hmm. and it's not really providing for you like you you wanted to. Well, you got a or job, but you're still struggling. You. Right. You you going into a job that discriminates against you, or you going to a job that's really harming the community. Right. You got to really think about what job means, mm-hmm. and when you do tell, we should we're not even really intentional even about the jobs that we take. Yeah. We just see jobs as a means to an end, but we got to start looking at it more as a spiritual practice to work. Mm. And what does that look like? You know, how do we want to contribute to the world? Because that's what job is. I see mm-hmm. job as mission. Exactly. You know, so I think that we need to look at 
we need to have more than one way to bring resources to ourselves and also to our people in our community. Mm-hmm. And as people of color, and I'm going to say this. No, say it. Say it. Um, <laughs> I'm here for it all. We were brought over here to work for free. Right. And there's a friend of mine that said that there was a, they had dug up some graves of some uh, people of color, African Americans, and saw that they worked them so hard, they worked the, the tendons off of them. Mm-hmm. Like they, they saw where the tendons had pulled off of the bone, of slavery, so that's, that's what I'm saying. We 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 worked. Mm-hmm. I don't need nobody to tell me I need to work. No, my ancestors worked. Right. They paid it off. <laughs> they paid. <laughs> they worked, and they worked. <laughs> I don't need nobody to make me feel bad about a daggone thing. Right. We right. Helped, I can look around and see this country and see that we helped build. Yeah. And should be proud of it. That's mm-hmm. why I like to walk my my school students around this whole city because it's ours. Yeah. You know, and, and so. My thing is that um, when we figure out what work really means to us and how we want it to help impact community, for me, it should be impacting people, not just ourselves. Right. That's how you leave legacies. Mm-hmm. That's how you leave legacies. It's going to make the world a better place, but also it might make you feel better. Right. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So real quick, can you throw in just chrysalis? Because I oh, got to work with you because I do the internship, which... Is uh-huh. such a jewel. Like sitting down and conversating with you, <laughs> I can write and write and write and take pieces. Mm-hmm. I can come in here frazzled, mm-hmm. and I can walk away saying, "No, Bree, you're right where you're supposed to be at." Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. So, what is the Chrysalis program for okay. those of us who don't know? Briefly, uh, I started the Chrysalis 2014 uh, as an initiative of the Butterfly Center because I just started the Butterfly Center at that mm-hmm. time as a way to develop female entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs here in the city. Wow. I wanted them to have access to a program to give them the tools that they needed to utilize the skills they already had. Women for one already are their own nonprofits because they house people, mm-hmm. they feed people, mm-hmm. they take care of other people's children. For free. They're always doing community work. Mm-hmm. And so and they also know how to make money and pay and do deal with budgets and bring resources. That's what business people know how to do. Yes. And so I just wanted to try to help women formalize that. Plus, I was a business chick, and I wanted more business chicks like me. Mm -hmm. I wanted to share what my experiences was and what my wisdom was as far as how we could take a little bit of resources and create a group called, you know, like the Butterfly Group with it. And to let let people know that it's doable. Because some people think that business is so foreign to them that it's not connected to anything that they're doing right now. But most of the time, 95% of the time, it is. Right. And 99% of the time, you're walking in that business. You just don't know that it's a business. You're walking in your gifting, but you don't even know that it's a gift, Mm -hmm. you know? Because I realize for myself, everybody doesn't have my energy. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's a part of what I bring to the table. You You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not a... All I got to do is show up and be brief. There you go. Because that's my unique gifting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like I like it. So we're bringing local entrepreneurs, Free, females. We, it's, yes, it's a, it's a training program that lasts up to three months. Okay. Um, and we go throughout the whole city doing workshops within the city with other local entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs who are the instructors. Wow. Okay. So connection and network. Yes. It's, it's divided up into three parts. Mindset, business planning, and business launch. Wow. And they have to actually graduate to each part. Okay. Now, I'm a little uh, anal in it. Just a little. Just a little. Cause I, but, I, but I actually want them to understand, you know, 
to to get to that to the point of entrepreneurship, you gotta want it and invest in it. Mm-hmm. You have to be admitted and accepted into the program. We don't let everybody in. Okay. Uh, you have to write an, uh, a a personal statement to get interviewed. We do admission interviews okay. for the Christmas and uh, our cap is ten, but the most we have accepted right now is five. I don't want a big class okay. because we want to create a sisterhood with the chrysalis. So they would need to be local. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if they want to travel and they're that they're, they're that committed. Okay. Uh by all means, we had one lady that was young young lady that was getting ready to move and decided to stay with stay in Louisville just to be in the chrysalis oh, wow. and she's still here. Yeah. Um most of the women that pass through the chrysalis are entrepreneurs right now or they are doing entrepreneurial things okay. and they are still connected to me. Nobody has let Nico, but it's a wonderful. We're going to start it again in 2020. I'm going to be in that class. <laughs> it is an amazing program. Well, at the end of the program, not only are you involved in all these workshops and activities to help develop you as an entrepreneur, but you get an opportunity to have a developed business plan okay. and a, a website and marketing tools, and we help you launch a business at this GLRC. It's called the Greater Louisville Rentry Coalition event. Okay. Um, just so that we can get you out there. We are serious, and we actually help you register your business. Okay. Yes. Okay. So how many, um, how is the network amongst the women? So it sounds like, oh, like, tell me about that piece. Well, well, I, I wish they was here. They could tell you. <laughs> they kind of stay together. Okay. Um, I know right now two women that are still kind of working with it, with they like partnering with each other to do some community things with it. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna name them. Right yeah, now. you don't have to name them. Um, We're gonna let them be anonymous. But they're they're they're, they're the cohorts get close to each other. Right. And they stay together. And I notice that like when I see some certain posts and stuff that they put on social media, they they forget me sometimes. <laughs> and they stay with each other. <laughs> but now they don't totally forget me. They think about me. Yeah. I just saw a young lady who was in our first cohort. She just now. Started a new lipstick line. Mm. I, I love the all most of the ladies that are passed through the chrysalis are entrepreneurs. I know Chanson Calhoun was mm-hmm. in the chrysalis. Are you heard of her? Mm-mm. She um, what's that song? I'm a whole wife. It's my whole. Oh, life. I seen yes. her on. Um, she was a part of a. Uh, oh, lipstick Christmas. Wars. Yeah, she was on. Um, she performed. That's, I've heard that song. Oh, okay. Goodness. She was in Chrysalis. What did she do business wise? Uh, she was uh, at the point she was still working on her singing and she was okay. working on building her label. And I think she's still independent. Okay. Yes. So okay. I'm very proud of her. So in the Chrysalis, you can have all different types of backgrounds. And yes. Okay. Most definitely. Okay. You have mahogany libraries that has mindful moments with more. Azure Williams is working with Play Cousins and she has her tutor, tuning company. You have Deborah Ingram. Who has her transitional house? You have a uh, Jalen Stewart, uh, artist, got a Das School of Art. She's an art teacher now at West End um, Boys School, but okay. she also has her agency. Okay. Still has her art school. You, ha- oh Lord, I'm going down the list now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's creating a yes. space and giving women the tools needed in order to do this because starting a business is not easy for one you run into 12,000 people mm-hmm. telling you 12,000 ways <laughs> to get something done yes and if it, it feels good to have one place to come to and, and what I what I my another one of my goals is to create a sisterhood yeah it's just like if you need to come back into the fold and I've had ladies that's come back to me or even into the fold to get the resources that they need yeah if they're they're certain I know I've had them come back to me to talk to me about how to enter into contracts how to negotiate to get advice as far as how to make this 
personal business decision. Mm -hmm. So you need to be able to have a network and a connection like that. And that's what I like about the Chrysalis is Mm -hmm. that we're we're at this point where we're creating an alumni of the Chrysalis because we were going into our sixth year. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Do we have a date in January? I mean, in 2020? I know it will be. No, we haven't gotten a date yet. Okay. I'll be the first. No, we ain't even going to tell them on air. (laughs) It's full. The Christmas program is You cool. know, I, I, right now I see three ladies, and right now and we go no more than five, so yeah, uh, we're we, we almost halfway there. So if you're interested in the Christmas, yeah, you might want to inbox me and let me know. So speaking of inboxing, what is your social media platforms? How can people find oh, you? Oh, there's so many. Um, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Butterfly Center. That's B-U-T-T-A-F-L-Y Center. Okay. Or you can go to Facebook.com forward slash Butterfly Communications. B-U-T-T-A-F-L-Y Communications. If you're interested in our school, Facebook.com forward slash Butterfly School. That's B-U-T-T-A-F-L-Y School. Or you can hit me up on Instagram. Hit us up on Instagram at um, Butterfly100, B-U-T-T-A-F-L-Y. 100. That's the best way to contact me. Calling is okay, but uh, inboxing is better. Okay, so hit you on the inbox. And the one thing is, Butterfly is in all of these connections and contacts, (laughs) so we got you. B U T T A. Don't y'all? It's not Butterfly. It's butterfly. But, uh, it's that hip-hop influence. Yes, it's butterfly. So you're also a poet. Oh, all day. So there's right. so many different avenues and venues that you offer and possess. Um, in, in getting ready to... Sorry, sorry, y'all. In getting ready to wind down on our podcast, mm-hmm. if you had to give our entrepreneurs, socialpreneurs, communitypreneurs, any type of preneurs, um, a nugget, a summa, a summa cooler corner. A summa cooler corner. <laughs> and the summa cooler corner, what would you like to leave the people with? What would what I, what I like to leave the people with is an entrepreneur job is to serve. And when you find out how you can best serve, that's going to help you either whether you develop a for-profit or a non-profit. Come from that angle. Okay. How are you going to serve? Okay. That's what I will leave you with. Not how much money you're going to make. Yeah. How are you going to serve? Gotcha. And then the the ways to serve will come to you. Right. The provision will be found. Yes. Spirit gave me a long time ago that provision is found in movement. Yes. Um and that's what really is keeping me walking on water. The servicing. Yeah. Right. It but, really is. But it's but it's the best it's the to me it's the best approach to ha- to ha- to move you forward. Yeah. Because you can say I don't have this in it. You everybody has something. Mhm. And whatever, and you have, everybody has something to give, even if it's a kind word. Right. A smile. And um, lately, the resources that have been coming to help me, I kept saying, you know, I don't have a job. I'm not bringing any money. (laughs) And the lady who stepped in and who did amazing for me today said, you may not be making money in what you do. She said, but you are doing something amazing every day. Like, I look forward to you. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, she was able to sow mm-hmm. into my life where I would have never counted. And can I, can I say this to you yes. real quick? Yes, ma'am. 
because you did make some money. Yes. And just because I heard it. Yeah. And I, this is what I tell people. You don't start a business with money. You start it with passion. Mm. Because people support that. Yes. That's, your, your goal is to bring money to you. People think that in order for you, a business to start, you need to have money. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't never go into business. Right. No, you go into business when you get up in the morning and you go outside and say, hey, I'm here. Yeah. That's business. Yeah. Because people get so tired, even if they don't even want to hear you scream anymore. Yeah. They say they pay you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they support your passion. Right. So start with passion. hmm And I just say that because she supported your passion. Right. And that brought resources to you. And the beautiful yes. part about it is even in all the trials... I have not lost that. On, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't disappear. I'm not under nobody's rock. Like, I'm still here and I'm still living out loud. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful part. That's what like, people support. Yeah. So it's keep, beautiful. Stay passionate. Yeah. Don't, don't listen. You can have no money. You could be broke as all hell. Yeah. But I'm telling you, as long as you have breath in your body. Mm-hmm. I remember there was time I didn't have no phone on. But I had Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, I was real cool about it. I was like, look, call me on, contact me on Facebook. Right. Because like, right. you know, I was trying to draw, because I had passion. Right. I had Wi-Fi. I was, right. going, I was inside of a library. I was like, I was sitting by the computer like, somebody come. Yeah. <laughs> and because I didn't have no money. Yeah. But I had that passion. And so one, once I got enough people to, you know, call me on Facebook and they, they gave me some projects through Facebook, then I went and got the phone. Exactly. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Just use what you have. Use what use what you because you have something. Exactly. Yes. You'll exactly. never lack if you think like that. Exactly. You'll never lack. You'll never lack if you think like that. <laughs> we are gonna leave it on the floor right there. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you. God bless you. It is such an honor to even have you on Conversations with Queens. I recognize your gift, your talents. I recognize who you are. And I recognize and appreciate every second that you spend pouring into my life. Because, honey, when I get there, you get there. We all get there. Because it's socialpreneurship. It's about community. It's about network. It's about helping others build. And you have been since day one have been like how are we getting this done let's go so i appreciate you you guys i'm so glad that you got to hear her glad see her all of this 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 great stuff when i post this um podcast i am going to put all of her contact information as well if you want to or if you get a chance to and you're in the local area stop by and see the butterfly school stop by oh, and yeah. see the some of the of amazing things that are happening come and sit down with her and talk with her and allow her to speak life and just see what you can do to be a part of a great vision because again it comes down to serving i'm even able to sit at her feet because i came to serve mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where it's a gift that keeps on giving so We love you guys. We do. We honor you and value you. And we thank you for taking the time to listen to this wonderful, bomb-ass, dope-ass podcast. (laughs) Tell your friends, your neighbors, everybody. Um, And until we meet again, I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing, a.k.a. the madness factor. That's what I may call this episode. The madness factor. Madness factor. Yes. (laughs) So we love y'all. Y'all have a great day. And we are out. Say bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.